Episode one of Basement Combos starts now. Welcome everyone to Basement Convos, brought to you from Northern New Jersey. Steve, how we doing? Doing well. How about you? Good. Steve's back in the neighborhood after being away I from am, college I for am. a long time. Yep. Tell him where you go and everything. Uh, I go to West Virginia University, uh, a little ways away. Um, Dave and I kind of had the idea of getting a podcast together for several months now. Um, never were really able to kickstart it yet until we had some time. We were both home over break. Here we are, winter break, both home for about a month. Uh, so we're kicking this off here. Um, Dave, how's, how's it going to Rutgers with everything? Good. Um, I'm close by, so I've been back and forth That's all true. fall semester. You know, getting used to college is just difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than high school. A lot more studying, a lot more homework, all that. But I'm a communications major. I'm minoring in psychology. I would love to do something with sports when I'm older, but I know that's just very hard to do, so I'm keeping it realistic and working hard. How about you? Uh, yeah, me, myself, I recently just switched my major. I'm now a sports media major and a minoring in general business, obviously in the hopes of getting a business-related sports job, which is very hard. Everyone wants yeah, to do that, but yeah. you know, I'm going to see where that takes me for now. Um, I enjoy it much more than my previous major. Um, so yeah, myself, I'm a big New York sports fan uh, for football ba- and basketball mostly. Um, I'm a Knicks and Jets fan. Sadly, they're both brutal. Um, Knicks are a complete mess. The Jets have no idea what they're doing. And then baseball, I'm a Mets fan. Pretty, you know, I follow them pretty well. Uh, obviously not as high as some other people, but I love baseball still. I uh, played it growing up and in high school. Uh, basketball, I played for four years. I was a varsity captain. Um, Very good probably, basketball player. Thanks. Very good basketball player. Uh, probably my favorite sport. Uh, football, I would have loved to play, but I'm just too fragile. But I love following it, love watching it, love you know getting to know more about it. That's pretty much it for my sports background. Yes. You know? So as for me, I'm a huge New York uh, football Giants fan. That's my team. I bleed blue, sadly, also over the past couple it's years. Rough it's rough in New brutal. York. It's rough in Especially New York. Especially for New York sports. Um, New York football sports for that yeah, matter but I'm also a Yankees fan which is better than being a Mets fan yeah, especially with the Garrett Cole signing recently uh, it's, just, yeah. it's a good time to be a Yankees fan um, I'm also a huge LeBron James fan which is some people might get on me for that because he's a great player he's always on a winning team but that dates back a long time ago um, I have a history of why I'm a huge LeBron James fan so I keep that to myself some of my friends know about it but you know, I, I just love him. The uh, Lakers play the Bucks tonight, and that's a huge game. So, But I'm very excited about where they're going this year because I think they're going to be very good. I think so, too. And then on top of that, I'm a New York Rangers fan. So I follow all sports. I love watching golf, too. And I used to be a big-time baseball player until I blew up my kneecap. Uh, I played travel baseball for a long time. I was starting to get recruited by some small D1 schools, but I, I just never came to fruition. And I was a basketball player in middle school. And then after blowing out my knee, I went to golf because I just tried to take it less serious on my knee. But besides that, we're just trying to get this podcast going. We're going to need some support from friends and family to get this thing going. But uh, we're looking forward to it, and we're going to be talking about sports. I know there's a lot of sports podcasts out there, right, Steve? We're just just looking to have, you know... Casual conversations about sports. We just want to share our opinion somewhere. Kind of give them a little bit of a We feel like we definitely have more knowledge than the average 18-year-old. I'd say so. But... You know, we all, we know we're not always going to be right, and we're going to have our friends on the show at times because some some of our friends are big time sports betters and have made some money, and a couple of our friends also are lost some money. Yes, that's true. But we've also had some friends who are good in fantasy football, fantasy baseball, so we'll have them on the show. Uh, a couple of our other friends have a podcast called Baseball in the Burrows by 
Tyler Smith and Noah Broderick. Shout out to them. And we're just looking to follow in other sportscasts way and we just want to become just like them and start making some money and just have fun right yeah pretty much we're just trying to have fun to start off there you know i mean if it gets big enough to where we'd have a decent following that'd be great but like as of now we're just looking to get our sports opinion out there just for the world to share um exactly yeah so we're brought to you from northern new jersey and we're gonna get get this thing going by talking about new york sports so to start it off we're gonna start it off by talking about new york football so we're gonna start off with the jets yeah, you so start because you're the big Jets fan I'll here. take that side. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Jets fan myself. I've been all my life. Got that from my dad. Sadly, I, uh, I have to follow them. Um, so basically, we're at the point of the season where we're, you know, tanking again and uh, looking forward to the draft, which is, you know, at every, Both teams, though. Yeah, both, both teams. But usually, I mean, the Giants have had more success recently. Um, anyway, we're looking forward to the draft now, uh, hoping to rebuild. We got a new uh, GM, Joe Douglas, from Philadelphia, who I like personally. So I want to see what he can really do with some draft picks himself, not Mike McCagnon, who is awful because half the players he drafted are not even on the roster anymore. Um, so he's going to have a full set of picks. I wonder what we do with Jamal Adams and or Le'Veon Bell. If yeah, they I saw get a flipped. report that they might be traded in the offseason, which I just... Honestly, I wouldn't mind trading Bell. Um, Adams, I would like to keep. But if you can get a first, if you can get a really good offer for him, I would, I would trade him because safeties don't win you games. You know, he's won one out of his whole career. He's made one game winning play. I was against Dallas this year. So like, see, here's my opinion. I think it comes straight from the owner. I think the Jets owner, Chris Johnson is not good. I think he just doesn't know football. He doesn't. And he just doesn't make good decisions. He decides that we're going to have a GM hire a new coach. Right. Mm -hmm. And then go into to a draft with that GM (laughs) and then fire the GM after the draft. Why would you do that? I, uh, that's that's. I think I everything's know. about structure. I, I if you don't have a good owner, you don't have a good GM. If you don't have a good GM, you don't have good players. Like I just, and, a, and a good coach. Like I think it just goes straight down. So I think the Jets have to get that figured out and get and hopefully Joe Douglas is the answer. I hope he can come in and do some things because I know the Eagles are ran really well and I know that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. They're so top structured. If know, he can teams. do some things and hit on a couple draft picks, I think the Jets can have a decent future. I don't think Gase is terrible. I think some of his play calling is questionable, but I think a lot of coaches in this league, besides if you're Bill Belichick or you're McVay yeah, or, or I mean, Kyle good, Shanahan, are good very, coaches are scarce. Yeah, so I think he can be good, and I think the Jets can be good. But let's go to the Giants now, who are have been the bet, better team over the past decade or so. True. They've two Super Bowls in the past True. 20 years. So the past two years, we've uh, beaten you guys. The record but, doesn't really. But I'm the bigger New York Giant fan out of me and Steve, yeah. and I bleed blue. They're my favorite team out of all of my favorite pro sports teams, and I just don't think they're in a good state right now. I think they tried to restart two years ago by bringing in Gettleman and Shermer, and they just, they just missed on both of them. I don't think Shermer has the personality, and neither does Gettleman. No. And they preached culture, and their whole thing was, let's get the cancers out of the locker room, such as Odell, such as Landon Collins. Now Joris Jenkins. Yeah, and I I mean, I like it because I think a good locker room, like I said, is, is a big big thing to have. Healthy like, rock, yeah, locker room is good, yeah. A culture is not good, cannot be good if you don't have good players. Like, it... You, Oh, culture is yeah, winning. Yeah. Culture is winning. winning. Like, who cares? Who cares about a good culture? culture if winning creates winning yeah. culture. You can't have that without winning. So, who cares obviously. about a culture that 
is losing. You need a winning culture, and the Giants haven't had that in a long time. And I think Gettleman has hit on some picks. He's hit on Darius Slayton late in the draft. He's hit on Ryan Connolly, who was playing really well this year until he tore his ACL. And there's been some other guys, but I just don't know if Dave Gettleman is, like, into analytics and into, like, all the, like, all the spotlights. Like, Odell was great. He was great. I loved him. But Gettleman did not love him because he was on social media posting him with a model. Yeah. Smoking and... A lot of drinking not, yeah, and not good like stuff it's, online, but. some of this stuff is not illegal in other countries, which I think Odell was in another country doing. But I just don't think Gettleman was a fan. He likes just strictly business, yeah. which yeah, just, I understand. But like you have a generational talent, you got to keep that player. And I know within that locker room, it was not well received. I know they were really mad about releasing Odell. Yeah. But and Odell wasn't happy. I don't, no. Now I don't think he's no. happy to land in Cleveland either. They just shipped them away. Not at all. But I think. Both New York football teams have things to figure out. And I think over the next couple of years, though, this is the opportunity for them to win because both of their quarterbacks are on rookie deals, and this is when you win. You look exactly. at some of these other teams. You look, you look at the Rams to, to where now they're paying Jared Goff and Gurley so much money, and they're not even playing you, well to where you're kind of screwed. When you have a rookie QB on a rookie deal, yeah. you build, around, build him. around him and opportunity to win. Exactly. But let's go to the – NBA now. I know you're a huge New York Knicks fan, so we'll start off with you talking about just the state of the franchise and where you think they should go and where they're headed. Yeah, so the Knicks are in, um, in my opinion, not the worst position position that they've been in the past few years. Everyone has been hating on their plan B after they missed on Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Mm -hmm. The roster is very controllable. They're all on one year deal. Well, I agree with that if that's what they wanted to do, you know? But. I mean, you got to spend some cap, or else it just it get you know. You they spend signed some. four power forwards. I agree. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I I understand, I, I understand the short term deals. I totally yes. agree with you there. I totally agree with the organization there. But why are we don't know signing why four power forwards? Yeah. And if they wanted to be bulldogs, go sign Marcus Morris. That was a good. That was, that was, that was, that was their sign. best sign, and hopefully they get a. Pick that was out a good sign. I hope they get. That a pick was a good sign. But why didn't we go get Patrick Beverly then? Why didn't we sign JJ Redick for a one year deal if he was willing to go to the rebuilding Pelicans? Like, there's some I other guess the guys. the Pelicans have more of a more talent on That's roster. true. But, like, there's some guys that would have come if you threw them the money. If you mm-hmm. threw them the bag, oh, yeah. there's some players that would have come. If Pat, I don't know if Pat Bev would. I think he took less to go back, didn't he? I don't know. But I think it was something. I know he got $40 million, I believe, and it was either three to four years. Yeah. But if right. you threw the bag at him for one year just to prove a deal, he would have come. If you pitched that, look, we're going to be dogs yeah. in New York, yeah. which was the pitch to us as fans in the preseason. Yeah. I was I was under the impression yeah. we'd be actually – Decent. We yeah. would be competing for seven or eight seed. Yeah. And I and most I most people were. And I think we've all agreed that James Dolan's a bad owner. He's brutal. I'm a New York Rangers fan, and he's the owner of the New York Rangers too. He, but he's gone people below him to take care of the. Yeah, rest. he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't that, touch right? the Rangers, yes. which I get. Yeah, yeah. But he does seem to touch the Knicks a little bit. Yeah, yeah I does. think you would agree with that. Yeah. But I think he just completely has to stay out of it. Which he's he tried. To do. He did it with Phil Jackson, but Phil yeah. Jackson Phil didn't Jackson work, didn't work out. Too. But I think they need a plan. I think they need a plan to go out and get a great GM, give him everything, let him do the draft, let him sign free agents, let him do the pitches. So that's taken care of, right? But their plans in the past have just not been, have not been successful. And I just frankly don't understand them. For example, let's go get Fizdale. To not try a good coach at all. Which is debatable. Some players in the league would say no, but I, 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 th- would, I, I think the you. reason that they say no is just because – He's he's a good like uh-huh. player coach, not basketball yeah. coach. Like he builds good relationships with yeah. these players, which is good. 
I think you need that on a team, just not as a head coach. But why would the New York Knicks? New York Knicks, yeah. not not the not the Milwaukee Bucks, not some small market team. The New York Knicks hire a coach to re- to like try and recruit Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. That is the worst thing you could have done in 2010. You have enough going in 2010. On in New York to recruit they tried to recruit without- LeBron James. They did not have a backup plan, so that set them back. Right. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to what 2019 summer. Yeah. They try to recruit Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Kyrie. Irving. It does not happen. It's not. So they have no plan. And they traded their best player they've had in the past five years in Christoph Porzingis to clear calf space, which I understand. But they had no idea that they had a shot I at was him. Not they a were fan convincing to the media, to fans of New York, that they had this that, that Kyrie was definitely interested in coming and that would bring Kevin Durant. That was obviously not true because they went to the little brother in, I in New York City. I still can't believe they went. I understand talent wise. I just yeah. can't believe they went to. Brooklyn. So I just so think the Knicks ha- just have had no plan, and I think their plan, in my opinion, their their plan has been a lot. Is it's just been risky? What, and, what was your opinion? And I follow the NBA very, very, very heavy. like heavy. Yeah. So my opinion on what the Knicks should have done over the past couple years was take on bad contracts and to get and get picks with them, which the Thunder are doing. Look at what the Thunder, the have, Thunder have a And I know the picks. Thunder had more resources. They traded away Paul George. They <laughs> traded away Russell Westbrook. So it's a lot easier to get p- yeah, picks back. Yeah. But you know what I mean? They took Chris Paul's contract. Yeah. But I feel like you could have even gotten more for Chris Stops. You could have gotten more uh, picks. I, I find it impossible to leave. Yeah. That was the best deal yeah. you could have gotten. And, that, and, that's for, and that's for another day. I think they just wanted that's, to ship them all. That's for another day. But know. why didn't you go to the Warriors and say, Let, we'll take Iguodala and we'll take a first-round pick? Because that's what the Grizzlies have been doing. The Grizzlies took on Dwight Howard in a pick. They've yeah. taken on other players in picks. They, that's what they've been doing. And the Grizzlies now, who are in a small market, have a better advantage than the Knicks right now. They do. They, they, are, they are a better team. They have the better draft pick. So I think the Knicks just have to be patient and trust their own like process and not worry about 2021 when Giannis is a free that's agent. That's what they're doing now. That's, that's, that's what's happening now. And, and it's I the same hate, thing I over and over gonna, again. They're not going to get them. And they, I, you know? It's the same thing over and over again. And I, we all can... Harp on the Knicks all we want, but I think we both understand they need a plan. They do, and they're clearly without a plan currently. Next, what do you think about the Nets, Dave? I think the Nets are in one of those spots where they have a bright future, but right now they're kind of just in a place where they're going to be a five or six seed for a little bit. Um, they have role players that are shining right now with Kyrie being out with that shoulder injury, yeah, and obviously with the really Kevin well. Durant Achilles injury. Yeah. But um, they have Dinwiddie, who's been playing really well. They've been Jared Al- Jared Allen's been playing really yeah. well. And then Levert in the past couple of years has just been yeah, he's a, a very injuries, good role been, player. Good. So, and they brought in other established veteran role players that have been playing yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. So, right now they're, back, they've been playing. Decent. Yeah, they've been playing really well recently. And I think Kyrie and Kevin Durant coming back will obviously be a huge plus. But I don't know why they wanted to go play for the little brother. I mean, the Nets don't get much I attention. I don't understand that. I mean, I guess they wanted to make it mainstream, but I just can't. The idea that they have no fans originally, I just I just found it so hard to believe that they would go to the Nets over the Knicks. That's why I never considered the Nets to be even an option. Yeah, I just almost still can't I mean, even believe it. I do point. think Kenny Atkinson is a great coach. They have a good GM there, oh, yeah. and I think they have a great structure. I mean, yeah, structurally they're yeah. better than the Knicks. It's just the location and the name, and then the history. But I, I do think, think the Knicks history isn't even that good. Yeah, since they're New York. I don't think Kevin Durant will be coming back this year. I think it's smart no. if he sits out, yeah, and Kyrie Kyrie will be back at one point this year, and maybe they win a first round if they win a first round series. To say that's it's a, a success, success for this year, yeah, but so. going into the future, it's got to be championship robust when you with, get with one Kevin of the top Durant fifteen back, players yes. of all time. Even even off an Achilles right? injury, I don't think it'll hinder him that badly. No. And it'll be exciting. Like I'm ha- once again, like I want to see New York teams yeah. do well. So yeah. 
hopefully they do something. I'm not a huge Durant and Kyrie guy. I used to be with Kyrie playing again uh, with LeBron, but mm-hmm. when he yeah. kind of backstabbed He's them, a weird was, guy. that hurt me too because <laughs> they were so good together. But And I think Durant's a hell of a player, but – he just gets on my nerves a little bit because I think he's a little weak. He's soft. Um, oh, I think that's so part of the reason why he went media. to the Nets. Yeah, I think so. I, I honestly don't think either of them wanted to handle the spotlight in New exactly. York, especially Kyrie because he got forced out of Boston. That's, yeah. that's Boston. That's not even exactly. New York. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. so we'll see what they become, um, but hopefully they start to win a little bit more and become reliable. Yeah, it's better off for New York sports yeah. in general. Moving on to our final subject, we're going to talk about the Yankees and Mets. What do you think of the Yankees? Uh, I'm pretty jealous of the Yankees, got to admit, as a Mets fan. I mean, just being, you know, spoiled with that roster, that lineup, and that you had Garrett Coles, which kind of was like the missing piece for the Yankees. Yeah, I definitely think. You know, he's I mean, holding backs, not having that one. Garrett Cole can be the missing piece anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Um, he's such a good player, but. Guys paid so much. Yeah, I, I think the Yankees are just a great organization. They, they have are. the best GM in baseball. Maybe the best GM just Cashman, in any sport. Cashman is you probably great. can do it in any sport. I mean, yeah. And, um, he gets what he wants. Yeah, they have a great owner. Um, but they have great players. They find gems in the draft. They find gems through other organizations. And I, they're coming more, becoming more analytical just like every team is. But I think the Yankees, like along with the Astros and the Red Sox, find these analytical players faster than any other organization. Yeah, it's kind of surprising yeah. how they do that. And I think the Yankees are in a really good place just like they always are pretty much. And I, But for the next five to six years, it's going to be championship or bust for I them. Mean, right now, it's it's yeah, it's championship or bust. Yeah, right? and I think the big contracts have, have no excuses. Yeah, the big contracts have to perform like Stanton and Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be guys that are looking for contracts in a couple of years and Judge and Sanchez yep. and Gleyber Torres. And I think Gleyber Torres is probably the yeah, best. Yeah, you, you were saying young. you think Gleyber's – has more of a yeah. brighter future than Judge, just due to Judge being hurt. I like we were. Ta- I think I love Eli Manning so much because he's he's just always been available. Dependable and Glaber Torres has been available <clears throat> available the whole time yeah. for these Yankees since he's been called up. And Judge isn't all the time. He's there probably fifty percent of the yeah. time. It's a big and guy. I just along with like, Stan's a big guy too. Yeah, he's also big, got and, two big guys who get hurt a lot. And I think they're both great players. But yeah, when you're that talents. big and you're playing every day and major in playing baseball in the major leagues, I just think it's really – it's tough. And they're almost both kind of the same player. Like No, they are. They know. are. So, I mean, trading for Stan was a little puzzling, but what are you going to complain about a guy that hit 55 home runs or whatever I mean, and 130 RBIs? Exactly. Like, but I think the Yankees are in a good spot, like I said. And let's go to the Mets now. Yeah, you know, the Mets, they're uh, they're not they're not a bad team currently. I mean, they're in a, they're in a tough division. Yeah. Um, they lost Wheeler to the Phillies, which hurts. You don't yeah. want to – you knew the Phillies gained the Phillies game Girardi. Gain Girardi, which the Mets should have I hired. wanted the Mets yeah. to take Girardi. Yeah. And then you lose Wheeler. I didn't there. want the Yankees to They add Didi. And then I guess you replace Wheeler with Porcello. Yeah. Which is, you and know, then every, a typical Mets move. All the other teams in that division are adding players. Like yeah, the Braves exactly. are adding Hamels. And the Mets are sitting here adding, you know, Brad Batch back. Exactly. <laughs> so, and who, who even is that? <laughs> but I think, I think the Yankees and Mets are both in a good place and both can make a run at a Definitely a playoff spot. The Yankees are championship or bust, obviously. They're definitely – the baseball teams in New York are definitely – those two are yeah. definitely in better situations than the basketball and football teams. Yeah, but I think the Mets have a real shot at a wild card spot, and that should be the fans' goal. It, it'll take it'll take some justification, but yeah. I but think just like any other New York sports team yeah. right now, the, besides the Yankees, it's it, you're looking at the future with them. Mm-hmm. you got Steve mm-hmm. Cohen coming in with a bunch that's, of money. That's big. And Hopefully you have the little ponds leaving yep. as the, uh, the owner. Yeah. And I think – 
it looks like they want to spend money. You know, you have all these Cohen people. Cohen wants to spend yeah. money. Not so sure. No, but so we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I think I think baseball is definitely in a good spot right now in New York. Yep. There's young, promising stars. The there's still, there's still off questions with what, when Cespedes is coming back, how he's going to be when he comes back. Definitely. You know, there's optimism there. Hopefully, he can make an appearance yeah. soon. But that's well, definitely knows? something to look forward to yeah. in the spring in the next couple of years. Yeah. For now, uh, we're going to stick with what's in season, which is the NFL. As the regular season begins to wrap up, uh, the playoffs are about to kick off. That'll be fun. Uh, we'll get into college football and the bowl game starting up with that along with college football playoffs. And then the NBA is that's in the thick of the season, and we both enjoy that a lot. So other than that, we're going to stick with that for now unless major news drops. Um, just stay in season. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But we're ready to get this thing rolling, right? We want to yep, yep. see some excited, progress in the podcast. Yep. Hopefully people will help out throughout the way. Yep. And we're going to make this thing bigger than it is right now and better, obviously. We're not going to be great at it right now, but yeah. we'll see progress. Yeah. But over the next two episodes, the next episode, we will be recapping the Christmas games. NBA Christmas yeah. games, yeah. And um, we will be previewing the college football playoffs, right, yep. and any interesting mm-hmm. bowl games that are still left. Yep, yep, yep. And – then the following episode, we will be previewing the NFL playoffs and making our predictions, and we will have a special NFL guest on. Correct. So we're ready. We're excited. We hope, we hope you guys are ready, right? Yep. And let's do this.